previously on My Best Friend's Journal. Then hooked up with Merlot. He's got six brothers and sisters. He's one of seven. Okay. And every single one of them is gay. I thought you were going to say every single one of them has a huge perfect dick. <laughs> <laughs> I've only worked my way through four so far. I'll let you know. I once served Victor Garber. Sexually? I once served him sexually. Um, and a different time, I served him champagne. I interrupted a conversation he was having with Monica Lewinsky. No idea how you collect stool. You know, there are so many things that I'm happy to Google. For some reason, I just don't want to Google how to give a stool sample. You were with said man, Garth, all day. Can never tell if he likes me, but I think so. Gave Garth morning head and swallowed and a uh, big smiley face. <laughs> do other people do this? Looking back, it feels an insane thing to write. <laughs> Years ago, he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek, grab a drink, or smoke some pot. Your private thoughts read aloud. How does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote. This shit might get too real. Nothing here is sacred. I'm haunted by my past. It's called My Best Friend's Journal. Let's start this damn podcast. Let's sing this theme a little longer first. It's someone's favorite podcast. Yes, and the world's greatest podcast. Oprah's favorite podcast. Hello, Mikey. Uh, hello, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mikey. Um, hi, friend. Hi, Cam. Welcome to my home. <laughs> like that YouTube video. Uh, Welcome uh, to my home, but for real. Exactly. I'm here with you, and I'm hermetically sealed to the seat. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a like core web 1.0 viral video. <laughs> yeah, right there with salad fingers. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Hi. Hi, um, everyone. Mike is in my house. I am. In case that was unclear, <laughs> um, he is here. Um, to visit and also to stay with uh, his frenemy Fergus and uh, Eleanor, my dogs, <laughs> while uh, Peter and I are out of town. So uh, we, for the first time in how many months? 40 episodes. 40 episodes ago, we recorded after the road trip in my Philadelphia apartment. Uh-huh. And that's the last time we did an episode in the flesh together. Don't, don't say flesh. Um, so <laughs> In your flesh together. <laughs> Gross. Anyway, uh, we are taking this rare opportunity to record an episode together, and we're just freaking thrilled to be able to do it. I know. It feels so normal having you in my house, but you've never been in this house. No, I've never seen it. And folks, if I mean, you've probably seen the Instagram posts on at Studio Mesa, and if you haven't, check that out because it's gorgeous. But this home is so fucking beautiful. I feel so... I just feel at peace at home and and at calm. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're at calm. Um, I was not even fishing for compliments. Thank you very much, though. I'm glad that you feel comfortable here. I'm glad to have you here. It's uh, strange we've never been in Colorado together. So I know. It feels very normal. I feel very... It's just what we used to do in LA, but in Colorado. Before you arrived, Peter said something about, I wonder if the dogs will remember him. I was like, he visited our house every week for a year. I bet they're going to be stoked to see, to see him. And then... Uh, you started walking up the stairs from the basement, and Eleanor, who doesn't even do this for me or Peter, by the way, ran down the stairs to greet you. She was so excited to see you. I love that. I like when I'm preferred over the owner. 
<laughs> yeah, you're like a, someone's favorite uncle. You know, you like to come in, come out, maintain the yeah. maintain the, uh, the the favorite thing without ever having to be like the disciplinarian or like yep. get into the, you know, get into the vibe of regular life. Yeah, this is a, it's a goal of mine in life to to be the fun gunkle and I'm well on my way. Um, and all of this, by the way, is my gayest moment of the week. Oh, so go ahead and. Uh... Gay, 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 gay. So just generally being here with two homosexuals, I haven't hung out with anyone for more than an hour outside in in months. I'm inside with my two friends, and it's so fun. My four friends, sorry, Fergus, just gave me a look. Um, And yesterday when Cam picked me up from the airport, uh, we stopped. We got lunch in a very crunchy Denver um, little restaurant. It was delightful. Mike was like, I don't know if there's any vegan food here. I was like, oh, oh, honey. <laughs> well, I was on the wrong app. I was on Yelp and they weren't very good, but I went on my vegan app and uh, quickly solved the issue. Yeah, you, your people, they live here. <laughs> I, I realized that swiftly when we got to the restaurant because it was full of like just the crunchiest humans. Mm-hmm. Um, our waitress was one of them. She wouldn't stop calling us friends. She like, was. Lady, I'm not your friend. Yeah, she just was bringing my wings. It was a lot. Um, what, what did I say? She reminded me of like a Pokemon. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually had to relearn how to be in society because uh, she, I forgot what she said. Oh, uh, I remember exactly what she said. She said, are you friends up to anything fun for the rest of your day? <laughs> and I opened my mouth and began to say, oh, just a short gangbang. But I, <laughs> I was like, she have you have to relearn how to control these things. It's I okay saw to- Mike just open his mouth and then snap it shut and look at the opposite direction. I was like, what just happened? <laughs> Because I'm used to these things with my close friends. I haven't had to, you know, really interact with um, strangers Strangers. in a while. And I'm like, most people don't appreciate these comments. (laughs) Oh, it's going to be a rough reentry into society. At least you caught yourself. I did, uh, which is not always the case. (laughs) So anyway, that's it. Just kind of uh, experiencing normal life again and being with two gay friends in a house. And also, as a part of my gayest moment, I I did touch a dick. It was it was by accident and it was your dog, but I <laughs> but it counts. I went to pick him up and I was like, that is not what we pick him up by. So you're learning how to be in society and also just how to be. <laughs> he was like begging to come up on the chair, uh-huh. and so he was kind of pushing his whole body, and I went to grab him and I was like, that is in the way. And I was I didn't enjoy it, but we got that awkward moment over with, and now Fergus and I are cool again. Yeah, you can you can move forward. You had to apologize <laughs> to him, but all is well. Gross. Um, Cam, what's your gayest moment this week? <laughs> oh, uh, my gayest moment has to have been uh, two days ago when you and I were on a group chat with a couple friends, and um, someone came up who was my like very first college boyfriend. He is a twin, and uh, you know through this conversation, I mentioned that I had hooked up with both he and his twin brother at different <laughs> points in college, and Mike just like got on the group chat and was immediately pissed. Like, Living. fuck you for not ever telling me that you had he sex went into with twins. Great detail. I was talking about their dicks and I, and they were both apparently gorgeous. Were they identical? Yeah. And I just, the amount of things we've talked about, the amount of stuff I've told you, I'm just so angry that I didn't know this. I'm, I'm over it now and I'm thrilled to, I want to hear more about it. But I couldn't believe this. How do we miss this? I don't know how we missed it. But that is the beauty of this project. It's 99 episodes in and we still have stories to share with each other. We can still shock each other uh, with tales of our horny youth. 
And you did. Um, all right. So I so, guess my gayest moment is a moment that I had, I don't know, um, a decade and a half ago, but uh, just you didn't know it. And your righteous indignation was, uh, it just felt pretty gay. Okay. So go ahead and tell me about hooking up with twins. Did you compare and contrast? Did they talk to each other about you? Uh, I will try to make this quick. Um, so as a senior in high school, um, I was talking to one of these boys. We'll call these guys Tom and Jerry. Um, <laughs> and so I was talking to Tom. Uh, and we were like flirty, whatever. I think we made out at a party once and I was still in high school, but I was coming, he was a freshman in college and I was coming up uh, like as much as possible to party with him and his friends. Um, and so we made arrangements. I was like, Hey, I can get away this weekend by that. I mean, like I have a good lie to tell my parents where I'm going to be. <laughs> I can, uh, I can get away this weekend and, and come hang out. It was like a come period. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a Friday night. I think we were going to hang out in his dorm room and like, it was very clear what was going to happen, like watch a movie or whatever. Um, and so I get up there, I drove like an hour. I, you know, lied to my parents. I packed a bag. I was so excited to get up to his place and he's like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry, but I completely forgot. I told one of our girlfriends that, um, I would go to this party with her tonight. I really can't get out of it, but it's fine. My twin brother, Jerry, who he shared a dorm room with Jerry's here. You guys can just, uh, you, you guys can just hang out. And it was like very clear. I don't know if it was he just passed like you off to his brother, yeah, like a, like a like, substitute fuck friend. Exactly. He like pretty much just like, was like here, hang out with Jerry and, uh, you know, whatever happens, happens. Thank you guys. will have fun also, together. Like, and then left. He, it was a party. I can't get out of this party. So here, have sex with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like, you know, it was a long time ago, but I just remember he was like, my brother doesn't have plans. I think you guys will get along. Wink, wink, left. So I'm like hanging out with this guy who I think I had met one time in his dorm room. I think we watched Romeo and Michelle. But you already knew his body. Uh, I didn't because I hadn't hooked up with his brother yet. I really oh, wanted to. Oh, okay. I hooked up with his brother before I ever hooked up with the guy that became my boyfriend. Oh, my God. And so that this is very uniquely gay. It was very uniquely gay. So anyway, that night. Stayed at his dorm room, hooked up, had a grand old time, and then never hooked up with him again. We were like buddies. He's a sweet guy. He's like definitely like the gentler, sweeter of the two twins. Um, And then the other one who we're calling Tom ended up becoming my like boyfriend, like my freshman year for like a brief moment. Um, And we, I mean, we hooked up many times in many situations and, uh, you know, I can just tell you they were identical down to, down to every last detail. (laughs) down to the taint would you say (laughs) yes every down to every girthy detail (laughs) wow wow it was great also i'm just always fascinated by gay twins or just gay siblings any when there's several members of the family that are gay or queer in any way i love that feels like rare sometimes you'll hear a story about like a mormon family with like eight kids and they're all gay or something i told you that that was uh, that was merlot You just completely have forgotten everything we talked about in the first, like, 20 episodes. I feel like that was, like, an anecdote I heard once a long time ago from someone. I, could, I couldn't possibly put a fine point uh, on that. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that was Merlot, that guy that I was, like, really into on my first cruise ship. Speaking of yeah. girthy details. Yeah, he was um, a nine-inch fun friend. Uh, he was thumbling. <laughs> Plus. This is just like old times. Mike literally just paused the podcast to get up and drag Fergus from the room because was he was snoring. Very sweet, though. I picked him up like a little baby. Uh-huh. I cradled him and put him out. Normally, old times, he used to be in a bed uh-huh. on wooden floor, so I would drag him out by that. But I felt like if I dragged him across the carpet, he'd have rug burn we couldn't deal with. <laughs> 
drag him by a leg. It's honestly a selfish thing because I'm taking care of him for the next week. And if I give him like some kind of complication, I don't want to be applying like ointment, you know, mm-hmm. or taking him to the vet or yeah, I can't, I, I'm just terrified to drive in general. <laughs> Guys, this driveway up to Cam's house is she's a beast. We yeah. up here, huh? Yeah. Um, so wish, <laughs> wish Cam, his dogs and his car luck. <laughs> Say a little prayer for me. All right. Well, it's been a beautiful catch up seeing you in person. And <laughs> so bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> I mean to say we've caught up now. Uh, and I would like to ask whether or not you've got some content to recommend to the folks. Uh, do you think when we're out of um, like lockdown or like, I don't know, I guess we're not so much in lockdown anymore. Life is starting as we've talked about the past two episodes to return. A I'm little, here with you a little bit more normal. Yeah. Um, but I do work from home and I'm going to continue working from home. So my, my question was going to be like, when life is back Hands to your lemons, normal, what do you do? <laughs> shut up. <laughs> when we, when life is back to normal, like, will we stop recommending content? You know, that is, that's the thing that's become like, we're at home. We're all mm. watching content a lot. We, that's how we got to weekly content recommendations. Well, do you think that we'll continue doing that? I think if we consume anything we want to share, then we will, but it maybe it won't be every episode who knows fair enough honestly it's not every episode already sometimes we're like nope didn't watch shit watch broad city again (laughs) well that's kind of me this week because uh, my answer is kind of no um i did finish two things that i've talked a lot about on the podcast i finished obama's audiobook finally 30 hours of listening really beautiful ending and pretty abrupt actually um so i'm like ready for book two it ends right after they kill osama bin laden right Uh yep which was a defining moment in his presidency. I totally understand that. But, um, and it that was, was 800 pages. He's got another volume coming out. Uh huh. Yeah, it was so much to get through. 30 hours of listening. And I, uh, I've said it before, his voice is like pretty, like, calming, kind of like, like lullaby.com. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I needed to be in a specific mood to like listen to it. And I would do like 40 minutes to an hour at a time. So, anyway, finished that. Really enjoyed it. Um, also, I finished all nine seasons of The Office, finally. <laughs> and Congratulations. Welcome to this decade. Thank that- you. I mean, I, I had finished it years ago, but it was so good. It was better than I thought. The ending was like they they really pulled it off. I thought it was really beautiful. I teared up. It was delightful. I don't really remember the last season. I feel like I always kind of fall off after Steve Carell leaves, mm-hmm. but it's a... It's a forever background show. I don't need to go through and see every single episode, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did enjoy it, though. So second time ever watching The Office, uh, I, I will recommend that. 20-year-old show. <laughs> um, okay, well, I've got some current things. Oh, good for you. Or thing. Bragging. I am bragging. Also, I'm bragging because I am Jack and Cam style. I have begun... <laughs> Jack and Cam off. <laughs> no, just your dog. <laughs> just kidding, to make that perfectly clear. <laughs> um, I started Brandy Carlisle's new book via the audio format. <laughs> I listened the to it. Most complicated way you could possibly. Well, say I don't want to say here. I started her new audiobook because then I just expected uh-huh. you to say you mean book that she recorded, and uh, so I was trying to avoid this. Mm-hmm. What we're doing right now really make me sound like a monster. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I started Brandy Carlyle's book, Broken Horses. It is so excellent. I finished, by the way, I finished Song of Achilles, which I listened to forever. It's only like eleven hours long, and it, I just it takes me forever to get into fiction. We all know. Don't need to lament that anymore. But I finished it, and I'm proud of myself. Um, honestly, the, it helped just wanting to get it done so I could get to Brandy's book. It is 
so good and it's very special because it um she at the end of each chapter sings a song or two related to the chapter one of the songs that she either mentioned or that was maybe written around that time and or like inspired by those events or whatever yes and it feels like a good reason to specifically listen to the audiobook instead of reading it because you're obviously not going to get that in yeah on on the page um and i just didn't realize how fascinating her life is she is an amazing human and it has, it's gripping. It made my, I had a four hour car ride to do and it, it just flew by. Oh, I'd love to hear that. Yeah. Um, I am, that is my vacation book. So I'm very excited to read it. And I also, I think I have the audiobook because I'm such a Brandy Carlyle nerd. I'm a member of her wine club and I'm pretty sure oh that the audiobook was included in that. So um, I have a, a uh, copy of the audiobook waiting for me eventually. So I think that I'll read it and then I'll listen to it um, just as like, kind of you know filler content yeah backgroundy um, and then mm-hmm. you can kind of tune in for the songs 100 percent. yeah i i look forward to that can i tell you really quick i don't know if this is interesting to anyone except for the two of us in this room i'm so distracted looking at you because your shirt Some beautiful matt shut up your shirt <laughs> matches the decor in this room so well it's that color and the painting right behind you over there oh i have a kind of burnt orange i don't mm, salmon mm, absolutely not it's like mauve this is not mauve mauve is like in the purple family isn't it uh this is, is in it, the orange family. Yeah, I guess you're right. Aren't Delete you an that. interior designer? I am. It's it's kind of like a muted. It's certainly not burnt orange. It's like a, uh, like a muted terracotta, like a dusty terracotta. Anyway, I promise you, it is interesting to no one but us. But <laughs> we're here in the flesh, and I'm happy to have problems that interest no one but us. Dusty terracotta. Dusty terracotta sounds kind of like a drag name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friend. What a beautiful catch up. Shall we get into the journal? We shall. We shall. Let's. I hate you. <laughs> Reunited and it feels so good. Reunited because we understood. There's one perfect fit and sugar. This one is it. We both are so excited because we're reunited. All right. It's September 1st, 2016. Ooh. <laughs> Spooky every time. Uh, I don't know why. Yeah, we're smack dab in the middle of the end of my road trip to California with Mick Kick and uh, yes. Mick's sister. It, it was an elegant place to end, wasn't it? Yeah, I think we just got to Vegas. <laughs> smack dab in the middle of the end, as they so often say. All right, September 1st, 2016. Vegas, day two. You went to a mall, you had Chipotle, then you had margaritas, and then rum. <laughs> Actually, it just says mall, period, Chipotle, period, Marks, period, rum, period. Very aggressive. <laughs> a very amazing pool for hours. Buffet at Spice Market in Plenty, Hol- Plenty Hollywood. <laughs> I love Plenty Hollywood. <laughs> you want to go to Plenty Hollies? <laughs> <laughs> at the Plenty Hollywood. So good. Bottomless drinks. God, you really drank this day. Damn, I'm not usually a good drinker, so I'm mm-hmm. impressed. You watched Bellagio Fountain again, played one hand of 21, and lost. <laughs> That's all I can handle. I was like, I have to gamble on here, but like, I can't afford to lose any of this. <laughs> Is 21 what you call blackjack? I, I'd call it blackjack. Maybe I wrote 21 because it's uh, way fewer characters. <laughs> yes, it is. September 2nd day. Long drive through desert although you said desserts <laughs> long drive through dessert no, it's, that's right there was this huge um root beer float mm-hmm. and uh, of all the desserts i know i was really trying to conjure <laughs> banana split but i couldn't get like I, okay. that's what i was picturing but uh-huh. root beer float came okay. out great it's gonna be hard to drive through liquid you have to get one of those duck boats <laughs> 
So you took a duck boat from <laughs> Vegas to San Diego. Thinking about Garth and thinking I spend more attention on him than him on me. Oh. Oh, you feel like maybe you're a little more invested? Yeah, which isn't great. But also, it's just been so little time. Give it a... Mm, I'm learning things. <laughs> Give it a chance, maybe, uh-huh. and just be chill. Yeah. The beginning of a relationship is often a seesaw, you know, one's one's more in or, you you know, you feel one way, then you feel the other next day. It takes a while for that seesaw to level out. It's a kind of a messy metaphor. But do you understand? I do. And also, I've been told many times by my friend Hannah to just like chill about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, play it cool. I really can't. Everyone knows everything I'm thinking at all times. Um, wear it on my sleeve and my face. Uh, that's something I deal with. <laughs> that's the kind of advice that an old friend can tell you, you know, just just maybe just once. Just chill out just chill out she knows you're not going to though um so you got through the dessert you got to san diego um you had uh michaela's mom made you stew you had wine and then you then you gave the family road gifts (laughs) oh you stupid stupid friend um sorry road gifts so yeah i Uh I mean i think michaela was picking up stuff along the way Mm mm-hmm Cute. rocks and rocks and dirt yeah <laughs> some really good souvenirs from roswell oh i <laughs> hates it september 3rd workout then went shopping in la jolla bought snick snickers sneakers for great discount <laughs> and gym shorts played outdoor chess with kick oh you love it kick and i love to play we're not good at it <laughs> <laughs> um king me uh let's see here so then you had chimichanga at a mexican place then you played triply with michaela's family and watched narcos september 4th went to breakfast at diner in carlsbad uh oh michaela's dad was paying for everything all week so generous saw their new house and it's insane got sad that i don't think i'll ever have that oh i mean i will not that house is like gorgeous they have a compound is what they have yeah also i'll end up in cities where you just can't really have that Mm mm-hmm um, don't think Garth likes me. Nervous about seeing him in NYC. Damn, you've really spun out over two days. Huh. This is informative. Is it? Yeah. It's been two days. It, when when it's happening in real life, it feels like a much different time frame, you know? Like, this whole thing has been just a few weeks. It just uh-huh. feels so much less urgent than I'm treating it in the moment. Sure. There is something very vulnerable about really liking someone and being far away from them. Like, I think it is a human, um, like, instinct or desire, like, a very natural thing to, like, when you really like someone, to, like, want them to want to spend a ton of time with you and to be able to, like, have a lot of FaceTime. There were times when I was dating when, like, I had a really good first date with someone and I was waiting on that callback or I was getting ghosted and didn't know it. Or I was terrified that I was getting ghosted and didn't know it. And it was just like that. It just occupies your mind. It becomes like, it's like a, a, a switch flips and you go from a reasonable adult free thinking human <laughs> to like a person that just like cannot stop playing out different scenarios, putting your shit on them. You know what I mean? Like putting all your insecurities on how they must feel about you. It is, um, it's a very vulnerable spot to be in. Especially when, I don't normally like people like for, for a long period of time. There's like, I don't normally like people, period. <laughs> there's lots of crushes in here. There's been lots of people that have come and sure. gone, lots of hookups, but like people who have come. Mm-hmm, not really, honestly, <laughs> but lots of, you know, quick things. And this mm-hmm. is like, I'm continuing to like a person and that makes me vulnerable. True, true, true. Um, on September 5th, you planned out Kick's birthday, uh, walked the beach with Kick um michaela's mom did headshots for you in the am fun you, a lot of serious ones you did a workout with that? kick my goodness yeah <laughs> cool man 
she didn't give her enough options just all all dead well i can't like i have a really hard time doing a quote-unquote serious headshot i always Mm -hmm. do smiley ones but my smile is like a huge cheese and Mm -hmm. this is another time i've been told to chill one what photographer i used once was like i used it's actually a guy i hooked up with a bunch of times he also (laughs) took headshots for me i was just like smiling because i know my serious ones always look like i'm just kind of constipated um And he was like, why don't you try one just like a little more chill? Because the smile is fucking huge. So it's, there's really no in between. I'm either a fucking platypus or, I don't know, Nazi youth. That was the wrong time to take a big drink. <laughs> a platypus or Nazi youth. <laughs> Episode title? I don't know. That might be actually too insane. Yeah, Nazi youth, I don't want. <laughs> Anywhere in <Yeah>. writing. Uh, <laughs> um. This is pretty rich coming from a guy who uh, recently gave me feedback on a picture uh, to that my face was weird and I need to learn how to smize. So, fuck you. Yeah, well, it's either learn to smize or just smile. I'm uh-huh. pretty sure I was like, I like your smiley one. Go with that. <laughs> you asked my advice. You had three shots. I was like, everything looks great except for whatever you're doing with your face. <laughs> you're like Chandler when she's trying to take pictures with Monica for their wedding. <laughs> that is so rude. That is rude. I refuse to believe that's the case. Uh, <laughs> fuck you get out of my house um <laughs> bye good luck dogs uh, uh, <laughs> honestly they're probably just as safe without me here man you really know how to instill me with uh a lot of faith as i <laughs> depart the country <laughs> i've been warning you since before i got in the plane this was not a good idea you insisted <sighs> <sighs> finishing september 5th you tasted champagnes for kick and mix wedding um Wait, we oh, haven't been, they, we haven't done their oh yes. There's like a they have their wedding certificate, but they're not we haven't had the ceremony. Right, right. Um you had a happy hour with um one of Michaela's sisters and I think a boyfriend, and then you did games uh back of the house. Man, played games so much with that family. And I, you and Michaela are famously very competitive, so we I are, can't believe you're still friends. I love playing games and that family loves playing games and it yeah. is a match made in heaven. Nobody is as down for games with me as Michaela's mom. It's my favorite thing ever. Uh, Michaela's mom, who once uh, in their pool challenged me to a competition about who could hold their breath longer. And it went on for well over an hour with us trying How to, are you alive? I, I almost died. I pushed myself. We had been drinking a little bit. She wanted to see how many links of the pool we could do underwater. She is like very competitive and it was tickling me so much. I was like, yeah, I'm down. Let's fucking do this thing lady. And so we like, we're swimming back and forth and we kept like one upping each other. And I got to the point where I was so gasping for breath. I almost like, like took a breath underwater. Like my, my body almost took over. I was like, okay i'm done you win you're both in the emergency room yeah well i'm on dialysis i got a kidney transplant uh all right september 6th did a bike ride around la jolla god it's beautiful up there huh i know yet ceviche at refresh what's a vegan ceviche just veggies i don't really remember okay uh oh i bet hearts of palm are good in ceviche yeah uh probably maybe jackfruit too oh, the and jackfruit you know what so also hearty. turns out really well is um bell peppers are always good in oh, a ceviche sure um, in Peru, there's often corn in it. I've never been to Peru. I've done very little South America. Have you done a lot of South? I know you did Machu Picchu, but did you do anything other than that? Um, I mean, just Peru. I did Lima and Cusco and the Inca Trail. I and, like that we say did, but yeah, uh-huh. you get it. Yeah. And then, no, uh, closest, I, I've never been back to South America. I did Costa Rica, which is Central America. That's about it. Hmm. After the ceviche, you played rummy and had wine. Oh my God. Day four of games. 
drank too much while I'm playing. I'm never over it. I'm happy to play games always. Drank too much while playing pool, made myself puke. Oh, yeah. It was one of those. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love one of those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, it wasn't that. You made it sexual real quick. It was one of those like innocuous evenings where I'm just, just casually drinking wine. I think people were watching a movie and kicking our are playing very uncompetitive pool. And I just getting like, fully fucking hammered. Yeah, like accidentally hammered. And I would like later that evening, we weren't raging. I was slowly sipping wine. I was like, fuck, I have to puke. Oh, and it no. was just like red wine. It was very annoying. <laughs> Can I just say that you wrote this day very much out of order, but I want to read it as written because it sounds crazy. Okay. So ceviche or fresh played rummy and had wine drank too much while playing pool made myself puke. Also had handmade pizzas went to the <laughs> beach and learned to surf stood on my third try proud. Huh. So, <laughs> oh well, I'm going to ignore your out of order um, fun routine because I want to get right to the, I learned how to surf. Um, Pretty pretty easily. I was really proud of myself. That is very fun. Um, I've never surfed in California. I've only done it elsewhere, but it is a, it's a really good feeling when you finally stand up on that board. And it's also one of two times I went surfing, and I'm, I'm pretty much done. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's one of those things that, like, there's such a huge gulf between, like, you know, like standing up in the break and like getting, get you know, figuring out how to like paddle out and all that kind of stuff. And then learning how to like actually take yourself surfing where you like paddle out and feel the waves and figure out how to ride like big swells and like how like judge the water. Like that takes years of spending time in the water to figure out. And I have no desire to make that like it's like a lifestyle. This know? is going to sound like the most shooby um, comment ever. But What's shooby mean? A shooby is from remember the show Rocket Power? It was uh, about like California kids on living in a coastal town. Okay. Uh, it was a cartoon. Three of the four kids were like surfers and skateboarders and just kind of action sport people. Okay. And they had a friend who they called a shoebie. Any tourists would walk around town with sandals on, and those were shoebies. Everyone who's local and lived that surf life was was uh, shoeless. You've been invaded by shoebies. So a shoebie is like someone oh, who's okay. they're doing it maybe, but they're like mm-hmm. they're like the me's of the world, you know, just like coming in to try it. Sure. Um so this is going to sound like a shoebie comment, but the reason I was able to navigate that wave situation, I got to skip that whole learning curve is because I'm a very good boogie boarder, <laughs> which is the lamest thing in the world, but I know I know what it is to like find the wave, like to get to find the break, which is half the battle. Yes, that makes sense. But like true like surfing especially like big wave surfing or like it's like the, much harder yeah. than boogie boarding to be clear yeah, that but that's what i mean it's like the so i get what you mean by, about the shooby comment but like uh that just knowing i think there's so much knowledge and so much instinct that is honed over time with like learning what is going to be a good wave what's worth trying for you know all that kind of stuff there's such a um a lifestyle and a territorial thing about surfing um mm-hmm. that there's I'm I'm kind of with you, like going and taking a couple lessons, getting up, like having a good time. That's very fun. But like getting to like the level of like being a quote unquote surfer mm-hmm. seems incredibly intimidating to me. Yeah, it's a, it is a full fucking lifestyle. It's not something you just go out and like do. You know, pretty much how I feel about all the things you love, skiing and scuba. I'm like they maybe would be fun within the right circumstance when someone else is doing the planning. It's a lot. A lot of effort yeah. and money and practice to really start having fun. That actually makes a ton of sense to me because I've many times said, like, you should try scuba. And you're like, I just really don't have any interest. That's don't how care. I feel about surfing. Like, yeah. I would, you, boogie boarding is to surfing, as snorkeling is to scuba diving. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're happy to do, like, that bit that of it. That level. Yeah, yeah, like, to snorkel. 20. And I, I totally get it. And I just, like, have a, a desire to go a little deeper when it comes. 
a little deeper mm-hmm. when it comes to scuba balls diving. deep balls deep in the caribbean <laughs> it's not very deep honestly <laughs> All right, September 7th, you took a flight from San Diego. It was nice to see Garth. Didn't know how it would go. Oh, yeah, because he's staying in my room. That makes sense. Why? He doesn't have a place in New York yet. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Um, so September 8th, it's Kick's birthday. Made him bacon, pancakes, and a fruit bowl. Was he not vegan yet, or is this bacon? Non-meaty bacon. Okay. Non-meaty. Naken. Doesn't sound better. <laughs> you watched, oh, gross. A Star Wars. Yeah, two of them. In fact, not, not only did we watch it, but it was a big plan. We kick, love Star Wars, or at least likes it, and Michaela and I hadn't seen it. He's just like, oh, you should watch it. So we're like, fine, on your birthday, we will force uh-huh. ourselves to. We forgot the DVDs. Um, DVDs, wow, throwback. In uh, San Diego, when we got to the airport, Michaela's mom went back home to La Jolla, which is pretty far grabbed the dvds brought them to the airport and we made it just in time um, wow because at this point they were impossible to find there was no disney plus it was really hard to get star wars oh and disney does that shit where they put yes. stuff in the vault mm-hmm. oh that's so sweet it was a big was effort like, so we were watching maybe it would have been worth buying a new copy but i guess yeah. <laughs> wow that's that's crazy times they have a change so how that goes also star wars um still not a fan but i've seen the Ugh. first two now yikes yeah no never never for me i really really don't like them um i respect it because how people feel about star wars i think is similar to how i feel about harry potter and that's not everyone's bag and that's fine i'm not i'm never going to disparage someone being excited about star wars it just has my dad made me watch them as a kid because he loved them and was sure i was gonna like them and i really disappointed him by promptly going to sleep on the couch yeah i get what you're saying but harry potter obviously i'm biased it just seems so much better it's so much more thought out it's such a well i don't i can't oh, really no don't 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 don't, don't, don't. <laughs> i'll stop this i road. can't i cannot uh, deal with those people coming for us that's true fine star wars people stay uh-huh. at bay it, our, our friend aaron is going to come through her yeah. headphones and strangle you i thought she loved star trek no oh, oh. <laughs> I just gave Cam a wink because I figured that was, I'm intentionally stoking the flame. Bears, beads, Battlestar Galactica. Um, (laughs) All right. So, uh, wait, you had your first night at Blossom. Wow. You watched two Star Wars movies and then went to work? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the days are long. The the days are y'all. The days are (laughs) y'all. That's what they always say. (laughs) I've lost it. I've lost the ability to phonate. What happened on the uh, ninth? (laughs) We're not done on the 8th yet. Okay. So you had your first night at Blossom. Some strange people, but should be a great place to work. Great food. Cake and... Some strange people always at a vegan place. <laughs> Yesterday. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, very, very over-eager waitress. We've been there. Um, after work, you had cakes and drinks with Kick. Isn't his birthday the 12th? 8th. Oh, clearly, because it says Kick's birthday. <laughs> His birthday is on the date that you just read. It said Kick's birthday. <laughs> I thought we had the same birthday, but we're just we're just Virgo brothers together. I thought your birthday was the thirteenth. Fuck. Off. <laughs> don't don't piss off me just like you pissed off the Star Wars people. Not in my house. I've pissed you off like thrice in this recording already. <laughs> like thrice. <laughs> thrice is a word. You had cake and drinks with Kick. 
Then you watched Finding Prince Charming, which was awful. Did I make Kick Watch on his birthday? <laughs> That's kind of what I'm wondering. No. I watched Star Wars with you. You can watch The Gay Bachelor with me. <laughs> Finding Prince Charming. We've been over this, I think, early on, but it's a failed experiment, I would say. And because it wasn't picked up for a second season, I think most would agree. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, the final thing that you wrote on this day, which is squeezed into the margin so I almost didn't see it, it says, Blue Garth, first thing. We're back. First thing? First I wrote thing. first thing? Uh-huh. I'm like... <laughs> Oh, Eyes pop good morning. <laughs> Can like see your crusty eyes just peeking open. Why are they gotta be crusty? Because <laughs> you're <Fucking> a... conjunctivitis. <laughs> Dirty ass, dusty ass bitch. She got pink eye. Um, no, just like you know, blinking your eyes open, and that that song is playing, and you roll over, and his hard dick is just right there, laying on the pillow next to your face. Like the yawn just moves right into the. Uh-huh. <laughs> Into the blow. There's no clothes in between. <laughs> That's the one. I don't. But what? I, when do I quit writing every moment of sexual interaction? I don't know. This has gone from the financial journal to the oral journal. Ay. September 9th. Trader Joe's shop in the morning. Then you had your second night at Blossom. Very chill and easy. Money will be eh, but there's a $100 minimum. That's a beautiful fucking thing. That mean? It means if you don't make $100 in tips, uh, the difference is given to you by the house. <gasps> That is really nice. Yeah, a hundred dollars. Which means I think like is... they're paying you a livable wage. Yeah, like a decent hourly. For sure, in New York City, that's a like. I think I don't know what minimum in New York is for waiters. Maybe eight bucks or something. Um, but that is like easy enough, and the restaurant did well, and it's a good example to set. A hundred dollars a night is, I think, the minimum a waiter should be taking home. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I've never heard of a restaurant doing that, though. It seem, That's seems the like only a, one that I ever experienced. Yeah, seems like a really good business practice. Um, did they survive the pandemic? Do you know? They did not. They closed. Oh, that's too bad. All of them? No, the one I worked for. Okay. On September 10th, you woke up to a job at Saks at 12. Met Garth after and went home for tacos, margaritas, drag race, broad city, and weed. Laughed so hard, then had all caps, amazing sex. That's great, because we hadn't really. Uh-huh. Yay. Sounds like you connected. Yeah. You hit your stride. For sure. And also a hole in one. <laughs> hole in two, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, I do, I do. <laughs> and Broad City's an aphrodisiac, I just want to say that. That's amazing. On September 11th. <clears throat> oh, um, because I'm proud to be an American. Thank you, Lee Greenwood. Lee Greenwood? I couldn't have named it to save my life. Uh. Uh, anyway, so on September 11th, worked polo event in Connecticut. Oh, God. What's worse than Ralph Lauren in Connecticut? Oh, no, it's literal polo. Oh, like the horse Like kind? the horses, oh, yeah. Shit. It's Connecticut after all. Um, <laughs> you wrote lots of bees. <laughs> so many bees. <laughs> the only thing about doing like a, um, uh, uh, like a waspy-ass Connecticut waspy. polo event. It's all very Charlotte. It is. It's very Charlotte. Uh, you met Kick's dad and brother with Mick at oh his bar. Oh my god, so fun. So fun. Home for some drag race, but fell asleep early, wondering if something more will spark with... Garth. Garth. Spark with Garth. Uh, Why'd I'm you yell at me? Well, because I'm, I'm like, <laughs> what? write it again, fool. What uh, do you like? I don't know. I don't know. I, I get, it again, fool. <laughs> I get annoyed at my past self. I feel like chill, man. But I say that now. And when this happens again in the future, it's hard to remember in the moment to just fucking chill. Fair enough. Everything feels 
Everything feels urgent when it's now. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. You said having fun, but don't know where it will go. Okay, well. Why don't you let it just... Okay, yep. <laughs> All right. September 12th. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. I like that one. Cool. Um, let's see here. Up early. Napped and feeling full <laughs> I got up early and then I took a nap. Is that the first thing it you says? You got up early and went to an audition that we don't care about. And then you <laughs> then you took a nap. And you're feeling full in the air, hoping something exciting to happen soon. That's not a sentence, but that's what you wrote. September 13th, worked easy lunch for Altazara. What's Altazara? I don't know. At Saks. Oh, is it a oh, watch? It's a, no, it's a, um, it's a fashion line. Oh, okay. Well, you finished the day. Well, you said, I think I'm getting sick. Then you had good sex with Garth. I think I'm getting sick. Not sure, but I'll make sure to blow it all into him. No, no, no. I meant like from my mouth. I don't believe you. God. Um, well, that's not good. What do you do in real life when COVID's not an issue? Like, if you know you have a cold or something, do you just does Peter accept that he will be getting it too? Um, like just, I mean, we don't make out if I have a cold, but like living you in just the same house, stick it in, no kissing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anon, glory hole style. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I guess it's, you have to navigate that when you're, when you're dating, it's different than when you're married, it's one thing. If I'm yeah. dating you, I'm like, do I want to sacrifice my week to get a cold? Cause. Right. It depends on how good that D is probably. But when you're married, you like just kind of accept that it's likely because you're sharing a bed. Yeah. Um, if I'm like feverish and feel really awful, like if I'm very sick and Peter's not, I would move to the guest room though. Hmm, sure. Well, it's also gross. You don't want to sleep with someone feverish. who's no. like sweating, sweating. and mm-hmm. yeah. Nope. All right, September 14th. It's Garth's last day staying here. Fully sick, both of us. Huh, wonder how that happens. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been him. If it's the day after, like That's these things true. take several days. That's true. Uh, uh, I like that I'm so defensive immediately. Like, uh, it wasn't me. I didn't, I didn't do it. No one knows who started it, who was patient zero. Um, you worked dinner. Oh, God, you went and did food service when you were fully sick. Wow, Yikes. you know, that's something I wouldn't do today. I really hope that... That is one of the things I've said this to many people, um, and I don't know if it's the case or not, but I hope, I am hopeful that after the pandemic, mm-hmm. there will be a few things that are more normal, um, like Your standard practice, like yeah, wearing a mask, wearing a mask if you're sick, mm-hmm. um, not going, not just like going to the office when you don't feel good. Tot- that especially kind of since thing. we've learned how easy it is to work remotely. Exactly. And exactly. if you're waiting tables, don't. Mm-hmm. Problem is, you know, so many people can't afford to do that, yeah. but. The number of times I've been like, I think back to like waiting tables or bartending and there'd just be people with like hacking coughs yeah. that I just was grossed out about. Like I got coughed on by a stranger, but I did never thought that like that person with this hacking cough should have like been wearing a mask or should have stayed the fuck home. I just thought like they he should have, have covered his fucking <laughs> yeah. mouth. But now I'm like, it goes much beyond that. You yeah. know, this like maybe don't just be on a fucking subway train with me coughing openly. I do think most people will. Start to think about these things differently, mm-hmm. um, but you know it's the people who are already doing the right things as far as COVID is concerned. The people who are, refuse to wear a mask from the beginning and don't want to get vaccinated mm-hmm. will be a different story. You're probably right. Um, how are you feeling, by the way? Uh, well, Great. after your second shot. Great. I, good. Me too. At, by the time we recorded, I was pretty much good, but man, it was. I feel like Superman. Not super. You I feel, out there like licking light poles and stuff. Uh huh. Yeah, that was like, I was dying to get this vaccine because I was like, I haven't licked a light pole or like a traffic sign in a very long time, and it just doesn't feel normal, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad to be licking things in nature again. I'm glad Not you are too. Man-made nature. <laughs> nature. 
Um, so you worked the dinner shift, even though you were, quote, fully sick. That's gross. Um, the j- Bad behavior. Wait, it says worked dinner for Kai, the German artist in a weird warehouse for Arnold and Henderson. What? Oh, yep. This is when I met Debbie Harry, the what the fuck lead singer of Blondie. Seriously, <laughs> um, Blondie. Blondie. <laughs> yeah, I, it meant nothing to me because I don't, I couldn't name a single Blondie song. I just knew that she was famous. Mm-hmm. Um, which is so often the, the people I would run into at these events. It was always that kind of person that like. I wasn't personally invested in, with the exception of Monica Lewinsky and Victor Garber, whose conversation I interrupted famously um, to give them champagne. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's cool. It's like something fun to tell friends, but like I didn't, you know. Blondie is Call Me. Call Me! Oh, is it? Yeah. Cool. That's Debbie Harry. Cool. Um, let's see here. After you, well, you didn't write anything about Debbie Harry, but that's cool. You got wine, champagne, HP, and flowers? HPV and flowers. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was one of those events where with the leftovers, there was no, it was like a rented warehouse. They're like, oh. get everything out of here. So oh, was the- HP that sauce that like British, uh, uh, like, like, a like brown is, sauce. I think you're right, but that's not, I don't know what it means, uh-huh. but it wasn't that I wasn't taking home steak sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember getting home, getting a couple bottles of wine and champagne though. That's always fun. Okay. Um, you stopped at Rite Aid for NyQuil. <laughs> Oh, what good. a day. After I infected the lead singer of Blondie and every, uh, all of her friends. <laughs> she never recovered. <laughs> you imagine? Like she died a couple days later. I just Googled Debbie Harry and she didn't survive that weekend. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right. That is two weeks of September. Um, and I think that's enough journal for today. Mike, tell me what the listeners had to say this week. Okay. Well, we have some from last week I want to get to first because we skipped it because we weren't feeling our greatest. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here's the one I really wanted to get to last week. It's about stool samples. Oh, good. So when I saw that, I was like, we, the, we have to know because we left last week not knowing exactly why or how we collect stool samples. So uh, JP on Instagram says... Okay, stool samples. <laughs> she calling us stool samples or she's saying, okay, stool samples. Hey, there's no comma, so I think she's calling us stool samples. Here's I did info. call everyone cum dumpsters that episode. Oh, you did, yeah. It was kind of like under the theme music. I don't know if they caught it, but I hope they did. If not, you are cum dumpsters. Here's the info you didn't want, but you're getting. I've needed to do these an unusual amount of times in my life. Mostly gut related. When I was like 11, I had pinworms. Huh. <laughs> Both of us. Huh. Um, don't remember... Why? But I needed to do a stool sample for it. Most recently, I've had loose stools. Oh, lovely. We really like... Wow. We we invite this kind of talk, don't we? We do. Is it... <laughs> I really had no intention of being a, a stool-related podcast, but... Oh, I have something to read you after this that you just reminded me of, but please continue. Okay. Anyway, we, we've made our bed, and mm-hmm. here we are. We've, uh, made the, we've made our bed and shattered. <laughs> exactly. Continuing with JP, more recently I've had loose stools for like four years and finally I got a stool sample done. Literally had to like beg for one. And I have a couple conditions which were causing the loose stools. So I guess that's why you get stool samples to figure it out. As for the collection, when I was 11, we used saran wrap on the toilet. I mostly know that oh. as like a practical joke. Oh, no, no, no. So you and, make a little make a little poop nest. Yeah, yumma. Um, and this most recent time, they gave me a rectangular tray. It looks like the kind of tray fries would come in. Sorry, not sorry. Oh, Ooh, uh, like, a, yeah. like an In-N-Out fry boat. <laughs> In-N-Out, good choice. <laughs> choice there. And then Just you use, out and out. use a little spoon to collect and scoop it. Oh, oh no. no, no, no. It feels worse having to break it apart into a collection tube. Um, like a standard bottle with the same locking type lid. It has a liquid inside of it. You shake it. No. 
Oh my God, it gets worse and worse. Then you send it back to the lab in the prepaid biohazardous container. I know all about those. Uh huh. And drop it off. Now you know. Um, thank you, JP. We do know. We really appreciate that. The idea of having to face my own turd with a spoon. That's tough. Is really, really more than I'm willing to contemplate. Like, dissecting it is it's like one thing to just get rid of it, uh-huh. put it in a bag, whatever, but to like cut yeah, we we get it. <laughs> um did you have something you want to tell me about mm-hmm. stool? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you think that? Um, so yeah, a, a dear friend of mine um, who has been butthurt ever since we started this podcast because we named it My Best Friend's Journal. And, she, uh, and she's not friend, on it. So. And she's not on it. Um, she, it was like, you and I joked about it when we named this podcast. Like, oh, hope our other, our, <laughs> hope none of our other friends are mad that we called it My Best Friend's Journal. Well, she's the one. Um, we're almost 100 episodes in and I hear about it on the weekly. So um, th- this week I got a message from her. Out of the blue, apropos of nothing, it just says, since you won't change the name of the podcast to my second best friend's journal, my male best friend's journal, my gay best friend's journal, which would clear up a lot for your fans, will you consider? And then she gave us options. And they oh, are other titles. Okay, here we go. Poop and soup. Soup and poop and a journal coop. You've been duped. This is poop and soup with Mike and Cam. Poop and soup and semen goop. Uh, yikes. Oh, wow. Poop and soup and an actor's loop. Huh. Poop and soup and a homosexual boop. That's a stretch, but I'll give it to you. And then my personal favorite, whoop, whoop, it's poop and soup, bitch. Hashtag free Britney. <laughs> wow. Honestly, A++ for the creativity in there. Those are some really good options. Uh-huh. And I just, I can't bear like putting that poop branding in, in words. Uh-huh. It's enough that it's on this podcast. Yep. Um, we'll try and give it a rest for next week, but I had to, had to. It, it, we have a, we have a poop cycle, a poop, um, uh, <laughs> What, what am I trying to? What am I trying Quota? to say? No, it, it it comes it comes back. You know, it's a it's a rhythm. Um, we is go away from the rhythm poop, of the night. Back <laughs> for me, it's more like the rhythm of the morning. This is the rhythm of the night. What's yours? This is the rhythm of the morning. <laughs> All right, Mike, that just about does it for this week, our 99th episode. Oh, my God. 99 red episodes. <laughs> brown. Ugh. Definitely brown. Um, <laughs> listen, people, next week is our 100th. Um, you know, we always say reach out, but now would be a great time. It you would. know, g- g- Give us a centennial gift, <gasps> a little iTunes review, a little message iTunes in our- gift card. <laughs> Uh, Mike wants the cash. I want the five stars. And if you do want to drop us a line, you can do so on Instagram at MBFJ Podcast. Slide right into those DMs. You can send us an email at mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com. Or if you don't want to drop us a line, you just want more of My Best Friend's Journal, you can uh, check out our website at mybestfriendsjournal.com. That's right. That just about does it for this very rare, very special, very precious in-person episode of MBFJ. Until next time, Mikey, always remember... If you have sex with twins, call me immediately. Call me! <laughs> I'm Call me when those twin, twin dicks are... Aligned. Aligned. <laughs> Aligned. Aligned. <laughs> I'm gently stroking Cam's calf with my toes because we're in the same room. Mm-hmm. Is this the kind of human interaction you've been craving? Yeah, just a good towing. Uh huh. Which is what's going to happen to your truck when I park it in a bad spot at some point. <laughs> <laughs> that got me good. A good towing.